This is the podcast, not an interview. This is a conversation. No gimmicks, just reasons. 84 reasons. Come holler at me. What up, everybody, man? I am being true. This is 84 Reasons, no games, no gimmicks. It's all about the people. And I don't think it gets much better than my next guest, man, had a chance to follow this young man since he came out of Orange City, Florida, I want to say about five years ago. But the thing about this man that says some part is no excuses. I mean, just, just, just for those of you who don't know, I'm talking about the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Lorenzo Lingard. What's going on with you there, Lorenzo? Not much, man. Doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. Now, Lorenzo, man, I mean, you know, if anybody will know anything about you, all they got to do is go to the Twitter feed. No sympathy needed. Always grinding. Man, talk talk about your grinding. Because the last time I seen you or the first time I seen you, I seen you pulling a Dodge Ram with people in the car and on the back of the car, man. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I guess that come from my um one of my older cousins, Howard Lingard. He played for uh, Florida um a while back and just – just hearing his stories about how he worked, you know, it kind of inspired me at a young age. Um, I would go to his uh, his high school games. I think I made it to one of his games here in Gainesville. And, you know, since then I've been inspired to work out from like a young age, probably like fourth grade. I took like a, I took a broomstick and some weights and I just like taped it up and I was in the, I was in the garage working out. And, you know, since then it's like, you know, I just have fun working out. Um, I find like, you know, different things I can work on, rather be string, uh, you know, speed work, stuff like that. Now, Lorenzo, you coming out, I mean, you was, you know, considered by most the top running back in the country, definitely the top running back in Florida, chose uh, to go to Miami before you choose to came, come to Florida. But what's different about you is forget the fact that you changed schools. I think you've had three coaching staff, Diaz, Mullen, now, Napier, talk about just being able to not just transition from one school to the next, but, dude, it's hard to be able to transition from one coach to the next. Yeah, I think it's four because I had Rick. I had Rick. Uh, Rick. Oh, man, so, oh, so, you, oh, so you, had, you had Rick, then Diaz. Well talk, yeah. well, talk about having four coaches in four years. Man, it's just uh, they all have their, their traits, you know. They all have their knowledge and whatnot. And I had, I had a chance to be coached, um, coached by Thomas Brown. Um, for the Rams, him, he was my first coach. So basically, he was there with me at, at Miami. But overall, all my coaches are great, man. You know, different styles, different people. But like, you know, at the end of the day, they're all um, like, they're all there for the players. You know, they cared about us a lot. So that's Lorenzo, you know, I mean, to cut you off, Lorenzo, when I think about you, man, I think about a guy of perseverance. And in, in the, in today's world of the transfer portal, people look at it as, oh, he don't want to, he, he got in the transfer portal because he didn't want to compete or he didn't want to deal with me. Just talk about what went in your decision to want to jump in the transfer portal. Like you mentioned, you got cousins that played in Florida, so you grew up with the University of Florida ties. So really, uh, so my dad, he has a um, kidney disease, so like basically he's been on dialysis for like 19 years, I think. So, like, you know, things got kind of rough for him during 2019. So, like, uh, basically, I decided to, like, you know, come closer to home, be closer to him. So, uh, I got the hardship waiver, came here. And then I knew from the jump, you know, Florida was going to be hard. Like, you know, it's going to be tough. It's going to be hard. You know, uh, I'm about to come work. You know, it's, it's bigger players. It's not 
it's not the ACC. So I'm like, man, if I want to be great, I'm gonna have to play against the greatest every day. So, and I made that decision. Now you now you just brought up a point. Now I mean, this is you saying it. What is the biggest difference in the ACC and the SEC? I just think, man, you got. I mean, I mean, like both, like you know, both, both, uh, both sides, like grind. But I'm talking about here is like raw, raw side. You got guys who are super strong, super fast. You got guys that's 275, uh, 275 pounds running 19 miles an hour right at you. So like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's. It's a big difference in, like, every day you're going to have to bring your best. And if you don't, you're going to be smashed in the face. Now, Lorenzo, I would be remiss, man. I mean, you're talking about your dad and him being on dialysis for the last 19 years. Talk about the stuff you pulled from him. This is this is the reason why, you know, we have these uh, – I have this unique platform you know, to be able to talk about the man behind the face, man. Talk about the strength you pulled from your dad and dialysis for 19 years. How did that shape you, not just even as you are now, but as a young man? I mean, him being a great person, uh, overall being a businessman, you know, he always treats people with um with respect. And uh, today, it has um it has its benefits. You know, people um people like him. He's well respected or whatnot. But I mean, uh, so when he was like going through his uh, his process, his uh, his um like you know things got bad for him. I think when I was in my second year of football, I ain't seen him for like two weeks because like he was in the hospital. And then he like, um, I went to him. I didn't know what was going on. He was in the bed. He was like, okay, you know, just work hard at practice. You know what I'm saying? Go hard at practice, play hard. And, you know, I was a little kid. So, so um, I wasn't a skilled player. Uh, I was on the line. <laughs> and then I, um, basically, like, during that moment, I'm thinking about my dad, like, you know, him being in the hospital. And then he was like, be tough, be strong. And then I think from that point on uh, that we could practice, like, you know, like, like a switch kicked in on me and I just became like a different ball player. And then through him, his strength, uh, it's just, it's crazy, man. I almost lost him during COVID. Actually he had, uh, he caught COVID and then it, uh, it attacked all his, uh, his organs and whatnot. And, and, uh, we had practice. So I had to leave after practice. I get there, you know, COVID rules, you can't be in the hospital. So I'm outside the hospital, like, man, like, okay. Like, Oh, I can't see him. But you know, just to like, be outside and talk to him on the phone, you know, that was important for me. But overall, like him, his strength is like his his power. Like he's just a strong person. Like I don't know like how he do it because Dallas is not easy. I mean, like like uh he see people go every year, like two or three people that he's with, elders, like you know, and like he and it's tough on him for that. But like I don't know how he do it, man. He just and then even like growing up playing basketball, track, football. He didn't miss a game. Probably he was there probably about 95% of the time. Like, uh, like basically low strength, you know, just got out of dialysis, went home, slept for an hour, had to come pick me up. So just seeing that, you know, I can't, I can't like, you know, stop doing what I'm doing. Like, you know, I got to keep going. Talking with Lorenzo Lingard, five-star running back with the, with the University of Florida, former Miami Hurricane, former number one running back in the state of Florida, number one running back in the in the country, depending on what publication it is, talking about the strength he's gaining from his father. Orange City, Florida. Now, look, I played in the University of Florida. I hear about the muck. I know about Bell Glaze. I know about Jacksonville. I know about Miami. Orange City. Where's Orange City at? And what y'all boys doing in Orange City? So Orange City is by D-Land. It's by Mainland. It's across the bridge from, 
from Seminole County. You got uh, Seminole High School. So, I mean, it's a not – it's a competitive area, but, like, you got to be different and stand out and have, and have your mind set on being an athlete, and, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, it's, it's a comfortable place, you know? It's not like a – it's not – I mean, it's not the ghetto or it's not like the hood or anything. It's all suburbs and whatnot. So, I mean, like, you know, if you want to, like, be an athlete – you got to grind because, you know, it's comfort right around the corner. So, I mean, a lot of great players in Volusia County, Seminole County. Um, toughest school he played was DeLand High School, obviously. Um, Seminole High School, Mainland, you know, those those are like some tough teams to play. But it's definitely some great athletes in Volusia County. Talking with Lorenzo Lingard. This is 84 Reasons I Am Being True. Just no gimmicks, no games. It's all about the people. Lorenzo, man, you you've gone through it in college. Like I've obviously I followed your career. A lot of times, you know, you leave, you know, Orange City, number one running back, five star, go to Miami, then you end up in Florida. And people sometimes people will say, What happened to Lorenzo? When talk about that, Lorenzo, dealing with the fact that people don't get it. Look, man, I know I'm the dude coming from where I'm from, but I'm coming to a place to where everybody was that dude coming from where they came from. I mean, yeah, so I mean it wasn't uh no, it's a tough situation. Um, but overall, it's it's you know it's somewhere like that I want to put myself in to grow. I mean, you can't you can't grow if you're comfortable, and I knew that it'd be hard. Like you know, and and like still to this day, like you know, I'm seeing I'm seeing growth every week, and you know, it's just it's making me feel better. And man, like you know, I haven't been this happy in years to be honest. Like just toting the rock, waking up sore, like, you know, having that feeling again, like, you know, I feel young again. So it's, you know, as long as I'm working, pushing through, I'm surrounded by great teammates. I'm surrounded by great coaches, great fans, the, the like, like the whole community, the staff, you know, the, um, what we got, the, uh, the PTs, you know, the, um, the training staff, everybody is involved. Everybody's great. And, you know, right now I feel like the team and me, I like growing every week. So, you know, and that's what I want. Billy Napier, man, he's he's obviously a guy that's about his business. Y'all got about as many coaches as y'all got players yeah. these days. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it's kind of hard for y'all to even figure out who's who. But, man, just talk about the difference, not necessarily the coaching style, but talk about the difference between 2021 and 2022 just from a spring football standpoint. Um, it's, it's tougher, man. It's tougher. I mean, every other day it's, it's, it's like like it's full pad. So, I mean, you got to have your mind right and then and the coach will tell you, have your mind right, you know. There ain't no beating around the bush, you know. Sometimes we go in there thinking, oh, oh it's just helmet today. It got to be. Nope. <laughs> it's full pads, man. We can go on full pads. We can go on, uh, the whole time, the, the whole time we have to practice, man. And we just grinding. But, like, the difference is I think everybody is together now. Like, everybody's together. And not even from, like, the uh, the players, but I think from the coaching staff. Those guys are together, you know, and what Coach Napier has brought in, he's, he, he's also LinkedIn and good people amongst other good people on campus. So, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's a good atmosphere overall. Now, the one thing Coach Napier known for, uh, Lorenzo, I know you've been keeping up. He like to run that rock. And that running back room is serious. Y'all got a bunch of different guys that bring something different to the table. Oh, yeah. Talk about the fact that, you don't got to be this big bruising back or you don't got to be a scat back. What I bring to the table is enough for me to find some room or some plays being called for me on this coming, this coming fall. I mean, yeah, I mean, so, I mean, <laughs> the running back room is funny, man. Like, you know, we're all different. 
but like uh, we all bring something different to the table, and and I think we all coach each other too. Like you know, we all treat each other on. You know, if Bowman out there, I'm screaming, "Let's go, Bo!" If my trail out there, you know, I'm screaming, "Let's go, my trail!" And uh, even Naquan, Naquan is coaching me up on the sideline. He coaching like everybody up on the sideline, and Coach Luke is just sitting there letting us be ourselves. You know, he's letting us be ourselves. You know, he's coaching us hard, but you know, I think overall. He's, he's allowing us to be ourselves and play. Lorenzo, when I see you, man, I see a guy who represents the epitome of what college football is. People think that, oh, you come out of college, I'm going I'm, I'm to come out of high school, I'm going to be that dude, which you hope you are. But, the, but you talk about the grind. You talk about the fact that, look, man, it's something about being in college to make you realize, dude, this is this is what I'm built to do. Yeah, I want to I want to put up numbers, but just talk about that grind that separates you from those guys who talk about it. You will be about it individual. Yeah, man. So I mean, basically, like like I said, growing up, just grinding, grinding, working, and then I got here. Uh, when I first came here, uh, Trey Dean and some of the DBs, they was all like they was working out after practice. I'm like, man, what the hell going on? Like, cause. You know, we didn't do that um, down there. And, like, you know, like, everybody had things going on and certain stuff to do. So, like, okay, like, but, but like, the extra work is definitely put in here a lot more than what I've, like, you know, seen on uh, um, different places. But, like, overall, I mean, everybody grinds, even from the the punter. So, so when I first got here, I'm like, I'm like, okay, uh, practice over. No, nah, the punter is punting after practice, still, ki- uh, still kicking. Make uh McPherson still kicking. I'm like, man, okay, yeah, okay, I gotta put in extra work, and I already put in extra work, so like now I'm thinking, okay, I don't want to overdo it, but you know I gotta like I gotta add more stuff to my list to do if I want to fit in with these guys and be here. Now Lorenzo too, man, when you when you talk about that putting in the extra work, I mean these guys uh they look everybody ain't gonna make it to the National Football League even though right. that's the that's the that's the overall goal, but. Every time you mention Florida, you say, man, it's different here. It's different here. You talk about the difference from a standpoint of the X and O's and the coaching staff. Man, just talk about the University of Florida as a whole. We sitting here, you know, Games Collective giving you a chance to, yeah, benefit off your name and image likeness, but they showing you how to build your brand away from the game, too. Oh, yeah. So definitely networking. Um, The, uh, the fan base is great. So where I'm from is nothing but Gators, to be honest. So, like, Gators everywhere, like, you know, that logo we have is powerful. Like, you know, people, like, might not know different college logos, but they definitely know what that Gator logo is, and that's, and that's very important. And then I haven't been too much, you know, too much focused on networking now, but, like, I know, you know, how I carried myself, and, and you know, if I have to do, um, like, if basically, if I got to do what I got to do on the field, it's going to provide me some networking in the future. So, yeah. Expand on, that, expand on that a little bit more, Lorenzo, because when I when I hear Gators Collective, right, obviously it wasn't around when I played, but you talk about saying if I handle my business on the field, I'm going to have networking opportunities away from the field from a standpoint of, okay, yeah, I know the dream is – the dream is I used to have one big egg that had NFL on it in a basket. Now, with, with, this, with this Gators Collective, man, I got so many eggs in this basket. Like, if that doesn't work, I'm still going to be good as an individual because I could walk out of college – and I could walk into some business still making really, really good money, still being the face of a new franchise. Oh yeah, so so um prime example of that is my uh one of the running backs we had um we call it uh Isaac Rich. So so Isaac Rich got um 
he got into um a good job with one of the who's the guy that owns the um the locker room big construction company uh that owns the locker room yeah his yeah, his name was on the on the locker room I forgot his name my battle his uh, on that part but uh yeah so like one of our guys got a job right out of college you know working a, a good job um doing construction so and him and him being a walk on even so like so like not even a big big name player but you know being a walk on and then coming here to the University of Florida and then you know having a job based in Tampa where he's from with a guy that owns a company that's from the University of Florida. I mean it's great. I mean it's just it's how you carry yourself and what you want to put in your time here at Florida pretty much. Talking with Lorenzo Lingard, five, former five-star running back coming out of Orange City, Florida, now with them boys up there in Gainesville. 84 reasons, man. No gimmicks, no games, just just the people. Lorenzo, how much better of a player does that make you? You talking about a, a former walk-on running back, talking about him in a glowing fashion. Now, like I said, we know what the dream is, but to know that, man, I'm good regardless. Like, I know people say that, but to know, look, man, y'all know what I'm out here grinding for. All 85 scholarship guys and the walk-ons, you know what we're grinding for, but to know that if I don't land in the league, I'm still good. That's got to make you be even more focused on being an even better player. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's uh, like Coach say, we got to exhaust all resources. You mean? So, like, you know, we come here, we have a plan, get our degree, play football. But once we exhaust all resources, if we do, we're going to be straight, man. I mean, how do you not – I mean, how do you not come to college and not meet somebody and then not, you know, not network? I mean, like, it's – It'd be kind of like, it'd be hectic if you don't, but I mean, it's the best opportunity we have. Now, Lorenzo, man, you you, you talked about the ACC and the ACC being different because you got, you know, 275 dudes running 20 miles an hour. Man, how crazy is practice, though? Y'all around each other every day. I get it. But what happens at practice sometimes to make you go, how in the world did this boy just do that? And they got to go to another play. It's it's competitive. I mean, every day is competitive, like me, like especially at running back. But like any position, if you don't got your head on the swivel, it, it will get knocked off. And <laughs> I had to learn. I mean, like I mean, you got to visualize, like visualize your success. So I mean, I'm I'm sitting there, pre-play, like you know, pre-snap thing. Okay, if one of these boys get through, I'm going down to the ground. I'm not gonna fight with them. Like you know what I'm saying? So it's like I gotta be like you know, head on, head strong, and just bring it every day at practice. Because if you don't, you're gonna you're gonna end up out. <laughs> now I know I know obviously I know you are you know you're very very physically talented, physically gifted. You talk about your father and what he dealt with the inspiration that he provided for you. Who is Lorenzo Lingard away from football? I know obviously we get introduced to each other because of the game we love, but football aside, man, what type of person are you? I like fishing, man. Um, I mean, right now I'm watching fishing videos on YouTube. Um, I like the beach, like. Like the getaway, you know what I'm saying? The woods, the beach, you know, for like an hour, two hours, or night fishing. It's just something that my dad did, you know. Uh, growing up, we fished a lot, so I think now, like, you know, I'm I'm fishing, like, you know, just it relaxes me. Like, you know, football is tough. Uh, we got school, got tutors on us, coaches on us. So I mean, for me to get away, do a little fishing, I wouldn't mind that. Uh, now, now hold that. on, Lorenzo. Now I got, I got to call y'all. Now y'all, Florida boys, man, y'all be cheating. Y'all be fishing in the ocean, man. I don't know if that's real fishing. Y'all <laughs> stick the reel in the ground and walk away. Now, are you catching fish or are you catching bait for the fish? So over time, I like, I like, you know, added tools to my toolbox. So like, so like, uh, basically, I learned how to cast the net, catch the mullet, you know, 
put them on the hood, you know, and then throw that out in the surf. And then, but like, I, I ain't gonna lie, I haven't caught as much fish as I planned to. But uh-huh. overall, I mean, it's it's definitely so. So fishing is a game too. Like you gotta have the right, right bait, go out there at the right time. So I mean, I mean, it's just it's tough. But I mean, ocean fishing, I like it because it's the fish are uh, are prettier. You know, <laughs> they're they're bigger, they're prettier. Um. It, like they don't have that uh that stink to them. I mean, but but growing up with my dad, being a little mud hole catching uh, catfish, I'm like man, catfish poking me all in my fingers and whatnot. Mosquitoes everywhere. Gotta watch out for snakes and stuff like that. I'm like man, gators too. Oh my god, we we used to fish next to um big old alligators. And then one time the boat um the boat motor had broke, so we stuck in the uh so we stuck in like a little creek. Like two hours and this gate is all around us. I'm like, man, we gonna die. But then, but then my uncle <laughs> came and got it. So yeah, I mean, so that's why I like I like going out to the beach and fishing, and fishing that way. And the thing is too, man, you you talked about you said you said fishing, then you said getting away. A lot of people don't understand. With footballers, I'm football 24/7. Why is it important for you to just get away from now and again? I mean, it's like it can get tough. I mean. I mean, uh, it's important to enjoy life. Uh, I don't think I do enough of it because, I, you know, I'm so focused. You know, when guys are out spring breaking and whatnot, I'll go out for a night or two and then I'm I'm back working, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, but it's definitely important to get out, clear your mind. And last year was the first time I actually, like, uh, took, a, uh, took a real vacation, like a break. I went to the Keys for, like, three days and I came back fully refreshed. My mind was clear. My body felt great, so. Yeah, that's yeah, important. Talking with Lorenzo Lingard, five-star running back for the University of Florida. This is 84 Reasons, just talking all things people, man. No gangs, no gimmicks, no players, just keeping it 100. And Lorenzo, the thing about you that's really, really impressive is you, you obviously you wise beyond your years. You understand the importance of family. You understand the importance of grinding. You understand the importance of getting away. But see, I know... When it comes to y'all, man, when it, a, NFA, NFA, a college locker room is about as weird as well as interesting as you're going to get. Now, I'm not telling you to call out no names, mm-hmm. but just talk about that. Just talk about the atmosphere in a college football locker room. It's very energetic, man. Like even from even from Miami to here, like everybody has their own personalities. And I mean, it's the best times like. That's when things come up. You can laugh about. We can joke on coaches or whatnot. Talk about oh how we not like oh, oh like oh how our body hurts. Like oh man, this is crazy. Like I feel like I was just here, but like you know, in a matter of time that go away quick. And then you know, you know like you go on your phone, take a Snapchat story, and be like man, this was just last year. Like oh it was so fun, but like now it's gone. So like those moments in the locker room we capitalize on. Rather it be you know. Uh, talking junk, talking trash to each other, or, or clowning and whatnot, even slap boxing, like all that is fun to us. But like you know, in a matter of time, a year go by, that's gone. Some guys are not in the locker room; they don't move on with their life. But like, so it's like all those moments are very important. And Lorenzo, I mean, you talk about you talk about the slap box, you talk about the different personalities. Talk about the camaraderie, because I know you know, like you said, the competitive nature is is in every last player. But talk about there are there are young men on this team that you realize, dude, boy, I didn't realize how much I needed you for my life, just for my just for my mental aspect of it, because 
you talk about getting away. Some guys make sure you keep it light on and off the field to make sure you know, look, man, we grinding, but I want to make sure y'all boys enjoying every bit of this thing. Oh, yeah. So uh, most importantly, like, so like the freshmen, they still kind of like, you know, wild about the whole situation of being in college and whatnot. So like basically we telling them don't rush nothing. Like, like, OK, don't rush it. You know what I'm saying? Stay in the books. Most part, like, like, OK, you don't want to get behind in grades or whatnot. But for them, I know how it was to be a freshman. And I know uh, basically, like, you know, what they're dealing with right now. But for, uh, for the most part, the seniors, we all do a great job of being role models to them. Because, you know, like in a matter of a year, we're not going to be there. And and a product of us and, and how we carried ourselves going to carry over to them. So it's important how, how we carry ourselves and, you know, be a role model for them because that flow is going to keep going to the locker room and then our product going to keep developing. And, and, you know, and if we got good players coming through there, good people, that's what it's going to be forever. You talk about being a good role model for the freshmen because they just got that wide eyed, you know, it just happened to be in college. Yeah. Talk, about, talk about just talk about being a role model for just young athletes, young Gators in general. Man, it's, it's important because, like, uh, even Pop Warner games. So, like, I have a little nephew who played football. And then, I uh, like, um, I go on his phone. And he's watching all my videos, watching my teammates' videos. You know what they do. And kids got phones nowadays, like. Like, they're on our Instagram, Snapchat, so, like, whatever we do, they see. And, obviously, they they act older than what their age is now. So, basically, it's important for us to keep being a great role model for them, for these younger kids growing up, because they see everything now. All right, Lorenzo, man, I'm going to try to do some rapid-fire questions with you, man. Just some things yeah. that I know the fans don't really get to know you guys. All right, man, favorite favorite NFL player right now? Right now, I want to say, right now, I'm just like, <laughs> right now, I don't know. I mean, you, I like if, you ain't, if you if you ain't got one, you ain't got one. I ain't yeah, really I got ain't, no favorite yeah. right now. All right, all right. right Better question. Actually, you know what? What? Jaquan, Jaquan Johnson, my former teammate. Okay. All right. Best best running back you've ever seen? I say Todd Gurley. <laughs> Ty Gurley was a bad way. It, it, it is hard to argue that, man. It's hard to argue that. Why do y'all boys in Florida love where y'all from so much? Like, wh where do y'all get that from? All y'all the same way. Y'all love where y'all from. It's just, it's it's freedom here. Like, okay, we can be in the city at one point, drive 30 minutes, be at the beach. You know what I'm saying? It's just a lot of things to do in Florida. Like, it's good food, good looking women, you know. <laughs> That, that, that definitely helps. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot to do. Now, uh, y'all, y'all boys be getting Jordans, man. Do you got a do you got a favorite Jordan at this point? No, not right now. To be honest, I'll go fishing to my Jordan. Like, I don't care. <laughs> Let me start with that nonsense, man. If I catch you out there in that yeah. water with them Jordans, man, do them Jordans <laughs> right, man. And I gotta say this, man. You you talked about your father, man, which I think is I think is incredible because I'm always trying to figure out what makes people who they are. What is something about you, man? That you that that the fans don't know that the people don't know that you that you willing to let us know. I mean, other than fishing a lot, I like I like fast cars. Uh, Wait a I'm minute, a hold on. Person. What you what kind of what kind of fast? It's a lot of fast cars out there now. So so I had a Mustang, and then now I have an Audi. But like this is the whole like so like I like to like mess with all my cars, put 
airing tapes on them and stuff like that. I like music too. Um, definitely love music. What kind of music? I like beats, to be honest. Like, like okay, the songs are like basically when I get on Ox in the locker room, everybody screams like no, no, no. But like I like <laughs> beats, like tunes and stuff like that. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. I like. I just like the tunes, man. So wait. So let me get this straight. So you you, you like fast cars? Yep. You like uh, <coughs> excuse me, you like fast cars, you like fishing. Yep. Uh you love you love being from Orange City. You're gonna end up you're gonna end up being a beat maker because you listen to the beat more than the lyrics. <laughs> you love the grind. Yeah. Talk about before I let you out of here though, man. You we talked about it a little bit, man. I, I think what happens is Coach Coach Billy Napier is giving you every single thing you can be to be successful from coaches to nutritionists. You talk about strength coaches, you talk about, you know, away from the football. Talk about how Gators Collective is, is that final piece to say, hey, man, I needed something to kind of show the world. I know you see me with that helmet on. I know y'all see me out there, you know, dancing with that football. But this is how I look when I take that helmet off. Yeah, so I'm I'm definitely thankful for um for Gators Collective. I mean, I mean, I had I had hit them up and they uh they got back with me. So like to like get that rapid response and the and to see how much they cared about making this moment happen. That was definitely great for me and then great for the future players that we have coming through. Orange City, Florida, willing to grind, learn everything he learned from his father who makes no excuses about 19 plus years on dialysis. A man who loves being a role model, not just for the people, but for his own teammates. Fish, fishing, fast cars. <laughs> hey, man. Lorenzo, I appreciate you taking the time, sir. This is what this is about, man. Like I said, when I tell you there ain't no games, ain't no gimmicks, it's about the people, man. It's for the people. I appreciate you making his story by telling your story, Big John. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Appreciate you. I am being true, man. This is 84 Reasons, and we out of here.